Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this weekend interview with your host, Anthony Drago. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you're listening to me on tdnradio.net, uh, watching us on tdntv.net or on Facebook Live, uh, TDN Radio Facebook page or this weekend interview Facebook page, welcome, a very special welcome to you. Very special welcome to my regular listeners. Uh, you know, every week I tell you I appreciate the fact that you make this weekend interview a part of your weekly schedule. And I appreciate that very much. If tonight is the first time that you're listening to this weekend interview, welcome also. I hope I can make you a regular listener as well. Uh, tonight, I decided that I wasn't going to invite a guest on tonight because I want to, I want to introduce you to uh, a theme that I think is extremely important and that I would like to use this weekend interview to, to address to a certain extent. And that is the theme of, of leadership. And we think, I think of leadership as, as every opportunity we get, every time we take the opportunity to show initiative and to take ownership of something in a, in a basic layman sense, that's it, leadership. Whether it's in our personal lives, at work, or in the community, um, that is leadership. There's something to be done. You decide to pick it up and to do it. Uh, and so I, I wanted to talk about um, leadership and to bring some specific um, awareness to the, to the role that leadership plays and to talk about the difference between leadership and management. Uh, I'm going to ask you if you want to participate. You can participate by putting your comments in the chat. And, um, and I will read them and answer them. Or if you have questions, let's have, let's have a discussion. Um, tell me if you agree with me that, that um, a more deliberate thinking about leadership is important. Uh, let's just exchange some ideas on, on what leadership is and the role that leadership will play in our lives. Well, let's get started. We're going to take a quick break as usual, do the Karakam Anthem, listen to Mikkel do her thing. And um, when we come back, we are going to have a lively discussion on the role of leadership in our lives, in our communities, and, and in every aspect, really. So we'll be right back. Stay tuned. From many distant lands, our forefathers came, some seeking adventure, some bound in chains. Waged and fought through victory and pain. By test of their courage, our freedom was gained. In homage to those gone before us, the heroes of lands in the sun, we vow to join hands and to focus on building. Caribbean Raise your voice and high Sing of your Caribbean pride Sing it loud and strong Feel a heart beat as one Celebrate in song As we rise to heights where we
Welcome back. Welcome back, listeners. Um, CARICOM, CARICOM Anthem. And, you know, it's, it's very fitting that we're going to talk about leadership. Before I go on, let me say good night to our listeners on the Nature Isle who will be listening to us on RVR Jams Radio, uh, RVR Jam Radio on DigiPlay Channel 59. Good evening to you on the Nature Isle. So I decided to talk about leadership um, tonight. And, and it's something that I, I want to intersperse every so often. Um, I've been thinking a lot about how we can transition um, this week in interview and keep it relevant. Uh, and so, and um, a couple of weeks ago, we did, we, I introduced you to the starting of a financial series, personal finances, more information about how we can manage our finances, so we can improve our financial position. And, and so that's one aspect I think that is so important. We've done a whole bunch of series on health. And every once in a while, you might replay one of those programs because we did prostate, we did colon, um, we did diabetes, childhood obesity, mental health, and so on. So we have quite a bit in our archives. And you can, I encourage you to go to the archives of this week in interview and listen to, to those past um, recordings on, on our health. Um, just take the opportunity to shout out to Nurse Rosalind Carbon, who is in Dominica. Um, she was my guest host every time we did uh, a health program because she ran the interview with the health experts. And so that is what I'm hoping to do, to do finances uh, from a personal aspect, also from a business aspect where we would invite um, entrepreneurs, startup business, established businesses on, introduce them to you. Uh, and, and to help push their product as well. But also just to help you to think differently about your money. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It depends on what you do with it and how effectively you spend it. I know, I know personally know folks who make $30,000 a year and they live a much better life than other people that I know who make $100,000 a year or $125,000 a year, whatever. So it's more a matter of how you how you make your decisions and that and so that aspect of it we're hoping to help cover so the financial aspect the other aspect i i, I want to well everybody knows i like to talk to, to artists and authors so we're going to do that as well and that will tie into the finances as well because what i want to do is to try to help artists to make a living from the art whether it's whether it's from your books that you write or or whether it is your songs and so on so so an aspect of that and then the leadership aspect, I think, is important because leadership, everything rises and falls on leadership. So that is what I, 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 I believe. I believe that leadership is everything. Everything rises and falls on the quality of leadership that we have. So in our personal life, if we take, if we take possession and control of our, of, of our life. We show leadership in our life. It makes a difference. Our family, our community, and so on. And so I wanted to, I, I wanted to introduce that. And I hope you agree with me. I, I will entertain suggestions from you. Um, and good night, Owen. Um, you're locked in. Um, always, always on, always on. I have a few, I have quite a few um, listeners always um, listen to this weekend interview. And as I always say, I really appreciate that. Uh, so let's, let's talk about what this, what, what we mean by, by leadership. Um, that's not the slide I want though. Just bear with me because I, I prepared something. Um, don't know why it's starting in the middle of my presentation, but that's okay. So the slide that I want to play says um, everything rises and falls on, on leadership. And when, okay, so bear with me listeners, I'm trying, I'm trying to put something up on the screen. If you listen to me on the radio, that is what's happening. Um, all right, so we'll fix that. What are the traits? 
what are the traits of of a good leader? You know, what do we consider a good leader to be? There we go. Okay. And the idea the idea is that a good leader, uh, I don't know if you can see this, um, because for whatever reason it's not showing the um in this, in, this, in the slideshow, but but it says that the traits of a good leader, a good leader has integrity. Integrity is such an important word. Integrity. So, what do we really mean by integrity? Integrity, in my opinion, is to be able to to take a position and stick to that position no matter what. So that means we have to start a little bit earlier and we have to say, what are, the, what are the things that are important to us? So if we say family is important to us, so therefore, in terms of integrity, when it comes to make a hard choice, if we have to make a choice between a job, let's say, and our family, if we say that our family is the most important thing to us, we will choose the family over the, over the job. That to me, that is what integrity is. That that we are able to, to stick to our word. We're able to, first of all, define a position. So it's so important to, this, to define a position. So, so important. Because as I say, if you don't stand for anything, you will fall for everything. So we, we have to decide what our position is. And when we, when we decide on that position, we then have to say, you know what? This is the position that I have. And I'm going to stick to that position unless, let's say, there is a, there's evidence that shows that there's a better position. So if we have to bring it, let's say, in the political realm, and we look at in the United States and the Republican Party, for example, or we look at Dominica and the Labour Party, if, if you say you're patriotic and you love your country, you are going to find times when your party or your president or your prime minister will do something that you that is against your principle and you will not be timid or afraid to say that that's what i mean by integrity that that you're not afraid to say mr prime minister you know i am a supporter however the condition of the state college is atrocious we need to pay attention to that you, you're, not, you're not going to try to justify the state of the college just because it's your party that's in power. It's your prime minister that's, that's responsible. So, so integrity, I put it as number one on, on the list because I think integrity is the most important thing because you cannot lead people. Nobody will be willing to follow you if they cannot trust your word. And so... Integrity is what gives people um, that trust that they need to allow you to lead. And, and if you're leading and nobody following you, you're not leading. Are you going for a walk? You're going for a stroll? You're passing time or something, but you're, but you're, not, um, you're not a leader if, if people are not following you. And so uh, Didi says leadership is not the most important thing. Leadership is everything. Leadership is the catalyst of success or failure. So, so I agree with that. It's not the most important thing. It is everything because everything hinges on leadership. And you have leadership at every level. You have, you have leadership at every, at every stage. Uh, Sharon says the most important qualities of a good leader includes integrity, accountability, empathy, humility, humility, resilience, vision, influence, positivity. Management is about persuading people to do things they do not want to do, while leadership is about inspiring people to do things they never thought that they could. I really, I really like the comments that, that, that we're getting from, from the listeners uh, from, and from the viewers. Exactly, exactly, Sharon, exactly, um, Didi. Leadership is, is about having a vision and getting people to buy into that vision. And because they're buying into that vision, they're willing to follow you. Because if you're, not, if you're leading, somebody has to follow you. And so, 
a good leader, therefore, I, I say integrity. A good leader has to be willing to delegate. So, so in order to delegate to people, you have to trust them. If, if, if every decision has to come through you, if, if somebody has a, a mandate, somebody has a portfolio, somebody has a position, that person has to have some degree of freedom to exercise decisions in that position. So you have to trust that person, that that person can execute. Sometimes you may know how to do it better than the person. So, so for example, I work, I work in construction. I'm a, I'm a construction manager, and I have project engineers that work, work for, with me. And I will assign something to, a, to an engineer. And I can see what he or she is doing, because I also have female engineers. What he or she is bringing, I know, is not exactly what, how I would do it. I have to trust that engineer, that they're going to bring their own perspective, do it from their own point of view. Even if, as the leader of the team, I have to sit with them when they bring what they bring and show them how it can be done differently. And then, and then they improve. Because you know what that does is that person is going to get some improvement and then they are able to, pro, to, to, to carry out that task without your involvement. So the first time, the second time, you may be able, you may have to get involved. Okay. But after the third time, the person does that. And guess what? It frees up your time. It frees up your resources to do something different. So the entire team the entire team benefits from that. And so you have to trust your team to be able to execute. And that is what, that is what required for, for the ability and the willingness, I should say, to delegate. So if you see, if you see a leadership or, or an organization where everybody is afraid to take a decision, everybody is afraid to make a mistake, everybody is afraid to make a wrong choice, that leader is setting a stage for him to or her to live in hell because now you you have to be involved in everything you have no time to be creative you have no time to lead and 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 you have no time to exert your influence in in taking in inspiring your team to go where they where they didn't imagine they could go if we have to if we have to go from what sharon is saying and so the, the willingness and the ability to to delegate Communication is, is, is the next one. Because after a leader has established a vision and has decided that this is, this is where we would like to go, as, as, as a family, this is what we would like to save. This is, where we, this is the type of house we would like to live in. This is the number of times you want to go on vacation and so on. You have to now be able to convince your family members that we may not be able to go out to eat as often. We may not be able to buy everything that we see that we like because we have to be able to save to, to meet those objectives. So you have to be able to communicate that because it's not going to just happen automatically. Everybody is not going to... I mean, when your son wants a skateboard um, and you say, you know, we really don't have the funds right now to, to get a skateboard, but your son knows that you make a certain amount of money, so you definitely can afford a skateboard. He's not going to automatically buy into, well, we want to go, we want to buy a house in two years' time, so that's why you cannot have a skateboard. So as the leader of, of your family, you have to be able to communicate it at, to your team in, a, in terms that they understand. And the work setting is the, same, is, is the same scenario. You have to be able to sell your, your vision to your team so that your team can help you to meet the deadlines that you need to meet to be able to get the results that you need to get. So communication is key. And communication is something that has to be worked on. It has to be developed. And just as you say, um, if nobody is following a leader, uh, he, he's not a leader. It's the same way if you are communicating to a team or you're communicating to one person and that person is not getting your message, you have to take responsibility for your message not being communicated. You cannot say, well, I don't under that is so simple. 
how is it that he or she is not getting that? That is so simple. You cannot say that. You have to take responsibility and understand. You know what? This is the audience I'm dealing with. And therefore, I have to find a way to package my message so that, that my audience can understand. So, it, it, let's say, it, let's say go to Dominica. And we know that in Dominica, um, diabetes and, and, and obesity, basically lifestyle um, issues, health-wise, is a big issue in Dominica and in the region. And we want to convince people that they should not be drinking sodas. But soda is, might be cheaper. Soda is convenient. Soda is available. Soda has been shown to be sexy, you know, advertisements on TV and so on and so on. How do you say to young people and to, and to, and to parents, instead of giving your child a soda in his lunchbox or her lunchbox to go to school, why don't you give her a banana and some, wa and, and, and some water? And so you, you kind of stand back and say, but that should be obvious. Why is it so difficult? If that person care about the, the parents are supposed to care about the health of their child, so therefore we shouldn't have to kill ourselves trying to communicate that to them. So I am, I am saying that that is not the case. You have to understand the pressures and the influences that's, that's going against preventing your message from being heard in the first place. And after it's heard, that's, that's preventing the motivation that is required to take the action, even if it is in the person's best interest. And so that is what I'm talking about communication. The responsibility for communication lies with the person who has a message to communicate. Yes, the other person has to listen. But if you have a message to communicate, you have to find a way to make that person listen. You have to find a way to make that person act and, and be motivated about the message that you give. And until, until you achieve that, you have to have that as your goal and, uh, and your objective. Self-awareness is the next, um, self-awareness is the next, um, trait I have there of a good leader. Self-awareness. And Sharon in her list um, said humility. Those two are similar. Self-awareness is, 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 takes a certain amount of humility to, to be self-aware because it, it means that you have, to, you have to do an assessment of yourself. What am I good at? What comes easily to me? What do I enjoy doing? What are my challenges? Where do I need to improve? What am I not so good at? Where am I not achieving the objectives I need to achieve? So you have to be aware of that as a leader. That also might help with your delegation because if you realize that this is, a, this is something that you have difficulty doing, you then can make the conscious decision to delegate it to a team member so that that team member can develop the expertise in that area and therefore can support you in an area that you may not be as strong. But you have to be self-aware so that you can make those self-assessments. And you have to be humble so that and admit to those things. So Sharon, that word humility, humility is definitely um, a, a, a trait of, of a leader that's important. Go ahead, listeners, and, and, and just type, type um, in the chat what your, um, what your, your characteristics are of, of, of leadership. Um, another person said a good leader understands the strengths and weaknesses of his and her team, including his or her own. That's yeah, that that is true. Um, so not only you have to you have to assess your team, you have to assess yourself, and that's what that self awareness is about. Gratitude. You, you you are not a leader because God made you a leader. You know you may have been born into royalty and therefore you, 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 to the, you ascend to the throne um, naturally or by birth, but that does not make you a leader. And therefore, when you find yourself in a leadership position, you have to be, you have to be thankful and you have to be grateful for that. You, you have to be able to count blessings, so to speak, and, and you have to be able to recognize the contribution of your team and, and recognize them openly and honestly 
and show gratitude. So, so a leader shows is willing to to share the spotlight. Um, as a matter of fact, a leader probably wants to stand back a bit and let another team member shine and stand in the spotlight and 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 show that thankfulness and that gratefulness for the for the sacrifice and the dedication of the team learning agility flexibility learning agility so so certainly in this age of information circumstances change in an instant see what happened in the last year with with covid and the amount of adjustments that needed to be made in our personal lives, in our families, in our communities at work, um, at a national level. You have to be nimble. So, so that requires a certain amount of open-mindedness, whereby you, you have to be able to make the adjustments that's required. And not every time that like COVID was obvious. You didn't have a choice. You couldn't go out. You couldn't go in the field. You could not go to the office. So you didn't have a choice. So although it turned to be like a big change, it's a change that, that had to be made. But the leader also has to be able to recognize subtleties and, 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 and areas where it's not so in your face. It's not so much of a sledgehammer. It's just a little nudge, and you have to be able to realize opportunities that are, that are available. And there may be new, those, those, those areas might be new areas that you may not have all the expertise for. And, and therefore, you, you are going to, to have to be willing to learn. You have to, you have to, be, you have to be able to, to learn and, and, and to change uh, as, um, as we go along. In, in my in my early career I started as an engineer, I started working in um, in Dominica. And when you when you're running a project in Dominica, because most of what you use in a project is imported, if if you overlook something, it's a big deal because you know you have to wait for it two weeks, three weeks to get shipped from somewhere else into, into Dominica. Or you have to pay a very exorbitant price to bring it in in a hurry. And so that results in, in a project being run with more inventory, more materials on hand, and so on. When I transitioned to the US and started doing projects in the US, it, it was different because now the emphasis now is on, is on being lean, you know, being very efficient because things are more readily available. You can order something and get it overnight. You can get it in a week. And so you have to be able to make the adjustments. You have to learn new skills. As, as we, when I started this week in interview, we were on radio. It was all radio. Now we're doing Facebook Live, TDN TV. You have to adjust the camera. You have to be able to learn uh, how, you know, the lighting, um, what 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 look good? What colors you can wear? What colors you cannot wear? How your mic works and all of those things. So so a leader has to be has to be um, has to have a certain amount of of learning agil agility. You have to be nimble. You have to be flexible. You have to be quick on your feet. But at the same time, all of that has to be taken into a context of a solid framework. Um, so there has to be a, a, a certain stability. But on that stability, you have, to, you have to be able to pivot and take your team with you. And, and all of that goes also with being able to delegate because when you delegate to your team, what you're essentially doing is making everybody on your team a leader because that person has that responsibility to, to make decisions on the, on the responsibilities that you give to them. So good night, Marceline. How are you doing? Um, we're talking leadership. Um, I know you, 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 you're huge on, on that and you see the effects of it in Dominica. But we are at the bottom of the hour. It's 8.30. Um, if you joined late tonight, I didn't have a guest because I, I, want to, I wanted to do the first episode tonight um, on leadership, just talking to you and to get in your feedback. Go ahead and type your comments in the, in the chat. 
Um, and I will read them out. We can discuss them. Um, so let's take a quick break. Let's hear the word from the sponsors. When we come back, we're going to continue talking about the, the characteristics of a good leader. And, um, and, and, and I'll be reading out some more of your comments as well. So stay tuned. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on BuyDominicaOnline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on BuyDominicaOnline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to BuyDominicaOnline.com and enjoy home away from home. People say I've got a great smile. Well, I have to say, this is all thanks to the professional team at Beacon Dental Group right here in Dorchester, Massachusetts. I've got world-class dental care. Beacon Dental Group has expert and caring staff dedicated to providing the most advanced and satisfactory treatment in all aspects of oral health. Their services are designed to meet your needs and give you a perfect smile, too. General checkups, cosmetic surgery, Gemini laser service, and advanced procedures, all in a state-of-the-art facility. Call or visit Beacon Dental Group today, 1026 Blue Hill Avenue, Dorchester, Massachusetts, or call 617-282-2146 for a smile that lights the world. When you feel a sneeze or a cough coming... <coughs> Covering your mouth prevents the spread of germs. You probably knew that. But the way you cover up also matters. And that means breaking a habit you've held near and dear all your life. Cover your nose and mouth with your flexed elbow or a tissue, not your hands. Discard the used tissue immediately. Then wash your hands. Help stop the spread of germs. Remember, your health is your responsibility. A message by the Health Promotion Unit of the Ministry of Health, Wellness and New Health Investment, Dominica. Welcome back. I uh, hope everybody's staying safe with COVID. Um, when, we were, when we were growing up, we used to have inspections in school. You had to show your teeth, show your nails, you look into your ears and so on. And we used to regularly recite that kindliness is next to godliness. Um, I think COVID sort of tossed us back into that, into that realm. Uh, I hope if we ever get to a point where we can say we post COVID, that we keep those, you know, regular washing of hands, less handshaking, you know, folks less in your face, giving you your, your space. Um, you know, just general good hygiene. It, it is so funny that most of the things that keep you from getting COVID are the things that we learn about personal hygiene. So, yeah, just continue to practice it. I know there's a lot of talk about reopening and post-COVID. It's not there yet, so continue to be social distance, continue to wear your mask, continue to, to be vigilant and stay and remain safe. Uh, so, we're talking leadership. This is this week's interview with your host, Anthony Drago. And um, I was saying that one of the areas of focus that this week's interview wants to focus on is leadership. Because Everything depends on quality of leadership. And I, I lament the quality of life that's in the region. And I think, it, I think it is directly tied to the lack of proper leadership. Hurricanes, we get hurricanes every year. Hurricane season every year. And every year it seems like we get surprised by hurricanes. Why is the Caribbean region not an expert in hurricanes? because this, it affects us the most. We should be experts in hurricanes, and therefore we would be able to know what to do to mitigate hurricanes. That level of leadership that would take us there has been absent. All our islands are surrounded by, by the ocean, by seas. We don't have not one marine university in, um, in, in Dominica. When I, in 1990, when I went back to Dominica, 
as as a young engineer, um, one of the projects that I did was uh, was for the port authority. The um, cruise ship built at Portsmouth, and then we did some of the expansion of the Deepwater Harbor. And at the end of that stint, um, I was tapped to go to do a master's degree in marine engineering in Oslo, at the University of Oslo in Norway. And because that is where the university, that's where, that's where you go to study that, because they have a history, a seafaring history, um, with the Vikings and all of that. Why can the Caribbean have something similar? We, we, so all the islands are surrounded by the ocean. We have folks coming all the way from Japan, from the U.S. They come into the Caribbean, they catch whales, and they take it back. We have a long history of that. Um, Lennox on the church, I had Lennox on the church on the show one time, and he was talking about um, there's a museum in, in New Bedford, Massachusetts, where um, there's, a, there's a ship there. The last voyage it made was, for, was to Dominica to, catch, to get whales from the whalers and bring it back. Um, there's all of that. But, but in the Caribbean, we don't, have, we don't have a university that studies marine and marine life and that sort of thing. The lack of leadership, lack of vision is what is affecting us. Um, the volcano in St. Vincent seemed to have caught the St. Vincent government flat-footed However, from December, we had serious indications that it was going to be an eruption. Again, leadership. In the Caribbean, and anywhere in the world, leadership is actually a matter of life and death, the quality of leadership. I think very few people would argue that if America had a president that took COVID seriously from the beginning, and if, if the president and the Republican Party did not try to play politics with COVID, and say it's a, it's a Democratic Party hoax and whatnot and whatnot, the China flu. We, we most likely would have dealt with COVID differently. Less folks would have lost their lives and would have, would have had a different outcome. So leadership is everything. Everything rises and falls on leadership. And, and, and so from a this week in interview point of view, I, I want to focus on leadership, just get us talking about the subject of leadership. And that is what we're doing. I have a, a comment in the chat that says, you're either born with the skills it takes to be a leader or you're not. And it's true that certain traits tend to be innate, such as charisma, humility, a sense of humor. Two research studies, one study with male twins and another with female twins, found that only one third of the variance in leadership qualities associated with hereditary. Hereditary. So, do you do you agree? Do you agree that leaders are born, um, or or do you agree that leaders can be developed? I'm of the school that leaders can be developed. Um, I, I think that leadership can be learned, but you have to be willing to learn. I believe that charisma can be learned you just have to be willing to do what it takes to learn it because our brain our brain can be rewired in in whatever it is that 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 we that we are interested in it will come easier than some people so so for example you see some talk show hosts who are very successful and they're not the most the words don't flow from them the easiest i i mean i look at tavis smiley for example he, if, if, you, if, if nobody knows Tavis Smiley and they put him in a room with somebody else, um, he may not be the person from here in the way the words flow out of him. He may not be the person that somebody would choose as the natural, most um, effective or popular um, host personality. However, if you have a goal to be a, a, a radio or television or communicator personality, you can develop those, those traits and those abilities. Similarly, I think with leadership, um, if somebody wants to be a leader, there is so much material out there that, that talks about um, the characteristics and the traits of, of leaders. There are so many biographies that have been written about leaders who have achieved. And you can study that and decide that this is what I want to be. And you can then learn 
what are the skills that you need to develop and work on developing those skills. Uh, and so if we look at the traits that we say um, that the characteristics of a good leader, um, all of those things, I think, are, are things that can be learned. Integrity, the ability to delegate, communication, self-awareness, gratitude, learning agil agility. All of those things are things that can be learned. And so we can develop, develop leadership. The next um, characteristic of a good leader is influence. Now, that one is a little, uh, more of a challenge for some people than others but it is achievable by everybody. And the thing that causes influence the most is authenticity. If you come across as being authentic, then people will listen to you and take what you, what you say and what you do as being genuine. The, the other aspect of, of influence is, as they always say, what you do is so loud that I cannot hear what you say. So, so we know the common saying that says, do what I say, not what I do. I, I, don't, I, I think if you want to be influential, you have to turn it around. Because folks are going to look at what you do to decide whether they're going to follow you. And basically, that is what influence is. That you have a position that you want people to agree with you on, and, and therefore um, you... You, you, you want people to agree, and once they agree with you, that you have some influence on them, on their thoughts, on the actions that they take, and the decisions that they make. So, so influence, empathy. Again, it comes back to some of the words that Sharon had in her in her description. Actually, she did have the word empathy in there. You, you empathy really means that you have to be able to to place yourself in the position of somebody else. See something from the eyes of a different, of another person. Be empathetic. So, when you, when you, uh, you, when you hear that Trayvon Martin was walking to the store, walking back home, get accosted and shot, unless you can put yourself, if you're young enough, put yourself in Trayvon Martin's place, or if you're older, Imagine that that is your son or your nephew or your brother. Until you can put yourself in the position of these folks, you cannot develop the empathy that is required to understand what pain and how the injustice is that then turns around and, and doesn't even charge the person who murdered um, Trayvon Martin. Empathy. And, 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 and it has to happen that all, at all levels. Empathy, by, by definition, sounds like it's something that, that is a, a human trait, but organizations can be empathetic in the way they implement their policies, in the way they treat their employees, in the way they treat their customers, in the way they behave in the community in which they exist. An organization can be empathetic by its culture. So empathy. Um, courage. We Courage, I link directly back to integrity. Because we said integrity was the ability to set a principle and to stick with that principle. If you are alive, you're definitely going to run into situations where your resolve for a certain principle gets challenged. And it's not always going to be easy. And, and when you come up against that situation and you have to make a decision to stick to your principle, it requires courage. When, when, you, when you have a, dis, a tough decision to make, it requires courage to make, that, to make the decisions. After you have decided that that is the best decision to make, it takes courage to make those decisions. And so a leader has to be able to exercise courage. Um, a practical, practical example... Um, a few years ago, in 2004-2005, I had a small construction company in, in Boston. It's like maybe five, six guys. We used to do rehab work on um, on older buildings in Boston. And I remember on several occasions, um, suddenly there are these three and four-story buildings, and you have a we have to put a ladder like we'll be doing maybe a, a, a paint job where you have to scrape and paint and restore um, certain artifacts all the way up 
on the roof, on, on the facial board, sometimes has um particular design or you have to replace it. And so you have to go up on the on a ladder. And a small company, I didn't have full insurance that I needed to have. And so when those jobs had to happen, guess who had to go up on the ladder and do those jobs? Yes, truly. And so I'm up in the air 40. Yeah, I remember one time we had to rent a couple of 40-foot ladders. And and it was we were doing a back deck. So there was a drop-off to the back of the house. So we're 40 foot up on a ladder above a drop that's maybe another 40 feet. And I cannot ask my guys to go up. I have to go up and do it. Fear or not, you have to go up and do it. That takes a certain level of courage. Now, that is physical courage to do something. Believe it or not, sometimes making a decision and dealing with people is tougher than making those kind of decisions to go up on a ladder and you may fall or whatever it is. Um, so you need that you need that level of, of courage to be able to execute. As a leader, you have to be able to make tough choices. And, and, and the decision that has to be made by someone, and that someone is you as a leader. And if you don't make that decision, who makes that decision? And if that decision is not made, what are the consequences to the team? And so when you think about that, you have to decide, okay, I'm the leader. As George Bush says, I'm the decider. And, and you have to just go ahead and make the decision. D says, integrity is a core quality that every leader must possess. You cannot run any business successfully if you lack integrity. That is true. The other thing I was, I, I was reading this week as well is um, something by Brian Tracy. And Brian Tracy says, you either have integrity or you don't. You cannot have a little integrity. You cannot have some integrity. You either have integrity or you don't. Do you agree with that? Can, you, can somebody have integrity to a certain extent? They have some integrity. Can you be partially, um, you know, righteous or, 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 or just? Can that? So he says, no, there's no, there's no spectrum. It's a true or false. You either have integrity or you don't have integrity. And, 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 and the exercise of that is, is courage to make the tough decisions. What, what it also says is that the more you practice integrity is the better you get at having integrity. So, so he's, he's saying, listen, two things. Practice keeping your word on small things. It's like lifting weights. You start with small weights. As you get stronger, you get more weights. You get bigger weights and you get heavier weights. So integrity is like that. Start keeping your words. Say you promise yourself, I'm going to do, I'm going to do 10 push-ups every morning. You do your 10 push-ups every morning. That Keeping that promise to yourself gives you, that's something as small as that, increases your muscle to exercise your integrity. And so that when the time comes, and you have to make bigger decisions. It's easier to make bigger decisions. The other, the other um, principle that he, that he taught also was, if you make a tough decision, then smaller decisions become easier to make. So is that, again, to, to use the weightlifting analogy, if you, if you bench press 200 pounds, then it's easy, when you get 50 pounds, it's easy to bench press 50 pounds, even though you had to make small ones to get up to where you were strong enough to do the 200. Once you've, once you've gone past a certain exercise of a certain level of courage, it's easier for, for everyday things um, to fall into place. The, the last quality, last characteristic of a leader that I have on my list of 10 is respect. Respect. Respect is, to me, is one of the most important words in the world. Um, respect basically says that I see you, I recognize you as a person, I recognize you as a human being, and therefore I recognize your right to be where you are, to do whatever you do. And I'm going to treat you in that way, I'm going to treat you how I expect to be treated. On, on, on another level, respect for nature, respect for the environment. Essentially, respect simply means that you, 
you pay attention to everything that exists around you and what you interact with and and and, and you try not to have a negative impact you try to have a positive impact you try to improve instead of tearing down and 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 that is what respect is really is is to is to recognize the right of to recognize the right of um of 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 something or somebody else to be where they are and to respect it there's there's a little comment that says a leader must be willing to take responsibility and not pass the buck exactly when things don't work out as much as being happy to take the credit when things work out great as a matter of fact when things work out great a good some of the good leaders are willing to give the the praise to they're willing to give the praise to the team members instead of they're willing to give the praise to team members instead of taking the praise all to themselves so i hope if you enjoyed we pretty much at the bottom of the at, at the end of the hour i hope you enjoyed our discussion tonight and we want to bring it in context that leadership doesn't mean that you have to be president of a company, you have to be manager of a department, you have to be father, husband, whatever. Leadership means that everything that you involve with, you take ownership of it and you take ownership for the result. And and so if there's not if there's one thing that I would like us to take from this tonight's discussion in terms of leadership is to think about leadership and think about ourselves as leaders. And the first thing that a leader needs to do is to clarify an objective, clarify a vision. So you have to know what it is that you want to achieve, what it is that has to be done with that thing that you have in your hand. There's some dough in your hand. What is it that you want to make? Are you going to make bread? Are you going to make cookies? Are you going to make whatever? So you first have to define what it is that needs to be done. Decide what needs to be done. Clarify that. And then decide, understand, identify what is your role in what, what role you're going to play in, in getting that achievement. And commit yourself to taking the action to get that to get to that to that result. Result. So let's let's go to let's go to Dominica. Dominican is an international airport. Every single one of us can take some responsibility for making that a reality. What is it that we can do? Maybe we can think about it. We can send suggestions to the newspaper. We can send suggestions to, to the government. We can, we can just do a Google search for different types of airports around the world and try to see what would work in Dominica. I happen to like nature, and I think it's a mistake to have to break down a mountain to build an airport. I, I believe we could, we could do something on the coast. I live in America where we have suspended highways, miles and miles of road that's, that's up on, 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 on columns and pillars. We could find a coastline somewhere around Dominica and build, build an airport. On, on columns and on pillars. That's just my opinion. I, I really don't think an airport is worth X number of rivers, X number of mountains, X number of trees, and all the birds and all everything that's living in that forest. I don't think in a Dominican context an airport is worth that. So we have to show leadership and, and, and encourage our leaders to think differently about stuff. So where you are right now, Whatever it is that whatever it is that you can influence, you take ownership and influence that in your personal life, your health. Why do, why can't you just exercise real leadership? Decide, you know, I don't want to develop diabetes. Just educate yourself about what causes diabetes and commit yourself to just modifying your diet a little bit, maybe including a little more exercise. Some of us may be lucky enough that it doesn't take much to, to steer our health in that direction. Some of us are a little bit more challenging for, for us, but your health, for example, if you take leadership on your health, decide what you want your health situation to be five years from now, 10 years from now, 
in your own context. So all of those characteristics, you're self-aware of what your condition is, set a target for where you want to be in five years' time health-wise and decide what you need to do to get there and commit yourself to do what it takes. Leadership. So that, that, is, that is a theme that, that we are adopting on this weekend interview. The, the idea is to talk about leadership, to discuss leadership with you. Um, the, we will, I will try to identify leaders in the community and bring them on to talk about how they, how they exercise leadership and, and how they achieve the level of leadership that they, that they do and how, how they go about leading the, the organizations and institutions that they do, that they, that they're leading. Uh, so I hope, I hope I get feedback from you if you think it's a good idea, but I just really think that, um, all, all of what we see around us where people seem to not be able to make decisions for themselves, people vote against their own self-interest, people have behavior that you say, what, what was that person thinking? And I really think it's because um, leadership is not taught, leadership is not spoken about, in not even on our own personal level. So leadership of our lives Leadership in our family, leadership in our churches, leadership in our schools, leadership at work, leadership on, you know, a run for your school board. Let's embrace the whole concept of leadership and see if we can use that as a tool that's going to, to change the lives of, of our people in, in and around us. So what's a leader? A leader is someone who gets results and can bring along a team um, with him or her as he goes through there. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. I did. Uh, and, and we will continue to talk leadership um, on, our, on our future shows. Next week, we are going to be talking Calypso. And we understand that the, the, um, some folks in Dominica want to organize a Calypso Day. So next week, we'll be talking Calypso. And we'll talk to some of the people in leadership position in the Calypso um, arena and industry in Dominica. So, so I hope you join me for that. Um, good night, folks. Um, say a very hearty thank you to our sponsors. And, um, and to, of course, I always say good thank you to my producer, Sam. He doesn't like me to say it all the time, but he does a bang-up job in keeping the mics live. And, and, and me looking the way I look. So I thank him for that. <laughs> and you, of course, listeners, come back every week and do this week in interview with me. I thank you for your time and for your attention. Um, let's do this. Let's, let's start exercising leadership. Good night, everyone. <laughs>